and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shape our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are looking back at a, well, it was a favourite of mine, I think, at one point, <laughs> uh, Droids. Yeah, um, um, I, I'm the same. I, I love this. Um and we'll we'll go into some more detail shortly. But yeah, I, I I remember this. I remember this Annie Walks um very, very fondly. Um and going back to it, it was it was one th- it was one, another one of those where I was sort of wondering whether it was going to be good to go back to it or not, because usually when we go back to things that we're looking forward to, they tend to tend to be quite shit. And I know this is um this has yeah. got something of a reputation. Um so even going into it, I was a bit dubious. And I mean, the fact that Disney have bought the entire Lucas back catalogue. And this isn't on Disney Plus, and some of the shite that they've got on there is kind of speaks well, volumes. Yeah, I mean, I thought that as well. Um, it is incidentally very easy to find, listeners. Uh, if you want it, it's out there. Yes. Um, but yeah, this Annie Walks are suspiciously absent from Disney Plus. <laughs> um, I think from memory, I think I actually preferred Ewoks back in the day. Detroit yeah, me too. Anyway, but I did like them both. I remember it was it was definitely must watch TV for me. I guess. You know, we were victims of the marketing. Like it was Star Wars, and that's well, yeah, that's clearly exactly. all it is. You know, yeah. it's it's a Star Wars cartoon, so everybody wanted it. Yeah, that, that's right. And I think that, I mean, Ewoks. You could kind of, you look back at Ewoks and you go, well, there's not really, there wasn't really that much to draw from in the film, so they they kind of had a bit more free reign in terms of what they could do with the story for Ewoks and how they wanted to push it forward. With this, they were kind of they were kind of limited because we'd had three films of. Uh, uh, 3PO and uh, R2D2 so we, we kind of knew the characters we kind of knew what adventures they'd been on we kind of knew what they could do to an extent I mean obviously the, the prequel trilogy rewrote R2 so we could fly and shit um, but no, we, we kind of knew what we were getting so it's, it's obviously going to be a bit more difficult with this one to, to, get, it to um, get it to work properly um, I do have some um, some issues with it which I'm sure we'll get into shortly but I mean Just you're right some... I mean, it... well yeah I was being nice um, I, I, have, I have a lot of issues with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've we we came back from holiday weekend, um, so I've been catching up. So I haven't watched as much as I wanted to, um, but yeah, it's it's one of those. I mean, you're you're right. It was very much the market. And I wouldn't have watched this if it hadn't been Star Wars and Star Wars characters. Um, yeah, me, me either. I, don't think. Yeah. I mean, Ewoks kind of to look at it. If you didn't know anything about it, to look at it, it kind of looks like you know renegade Sylvanian families. It w- wasn't really anything that would have appealed to me had it not been Ewoks um yeah so and, and I, think, I think that it's very much the same thing with this isn't it yeah, like it's, yeah it's definitely it, the marketing it's definitely the, the brand that sold it I, I think with droids though at least like were it not star wars it would just look like any other kind of space show um yes. it's still it still sort of has that look you know we we talked when we uh looked back at jason when we've looked at ulysses we've talked about how they're very sort of star wars that very kind of yes. old but new kind of feel to it and and this has got that the kind of sort of junkyard in space feel um yeah and it so, does have a sort of um sort of odyssey-esque feeling to it as well though they're they're very much because you know where they you know where they're going to end up you know they're going to end up on on that um on that cruiser then you know they're going to be blasted down to tatooine and start the whole story off so you're kind of looking, and it's something I find with pre- with prequel series. Even now, when you look at things um, like Hannibal, because you know where it's going to end, you you kind of trying to fit that in. But even even so, you kind of you forget you forgive these characters a lot because you know what what's going to come next. Yeah, I mean, it is quite key to think about where this is set because looking back at it now, I've I've watched about five or six, I think, and I have watched them in order. So 
um i did get the pilot if you like then and it doesn't do a very good job really of explaining where it's set in fact in the pilot kind of 3po and r2 show up and just go like oh we need to find a new master they don't explain why they don't explain who their previous master was so you're like well was the previous master luke or have they just come from anakin and now they're between masters because well, he's darth vader yeah, spoilers I mean, yeah um, i mean and this is i mean the, the 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 start of the first episode i mean and the way they do the episodes um for people who haven't watched them um they're kind of done in arcs so you've got the first four episodes is one story that's weird as well yeah that was kind of a bit that was it's, it's a bold choice i'll give them that yeah. um but they say right at the start of that that their their master has jettisoned them with uh, with the stolen cargo so automatically we know that no they they don't have a master anymore they've been thrown away um i, I only know this because i'm reading it at the moment um that it sets um pretty much so two or three years after um revenge of the sith and so about 15 20 years before a new hope um, which is what i figured it, it, no, I, it takes I haven't a while done to any that. research as um, usual but yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> i kind of figured that just i i made that leap of faith but that's the thing and that's my first problem with it, is that you need that background knowledge so if you if you're watching this in 1985 which is when it came out uh when it was first released in, in the u.s you wouldn't have uh, a fucking clue would you no i mean you're thinking right okay well hang on where's luke what's yeah. what's going on how have we got to these because we know they were with Leia. And then they went off to Tatooine and then Luke got them. So where are they now? How does that work? And it's only because we had the, the prequel trilogy some you know, almost 30 years later, or 20 years later, that um, that we we can we can make that leap for ourselves. And we, we can then so say, right, okay, it must be because, in between here and here because of this. So, I mean, that's one of, the, one of my first problems is that trying to place it in that timeline is very difficult unless, I say, without that sort of hindsight that we have now a lot, no, a lot later. I mean, no, Chris, this was no, this is thirty-five years ago. Um, so in in reality, no, we we've had six film, no, eight films that kind of tie into this, plus series and things like that. So we can we can find a very definite point for it. But at the time, yeah, we've had the three films, and this doesn't relate to any of them other than um, it's three PO and R two, and Boba Fett shows up. I was going to say, I'm sure I can remember Boba Fett being in it, but I, I yeah, haven't seen not, him in I've the episodes I've watched. Again, yeah, I'm the same. I've not seen him. I'm reading it, um, and I do remember. I, I did vaguely remember that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of a difficult one to place because of that. Mm. Um, and so watching it back and trying to trying to watch it without the baggage and trying to watch it and say, right, okay, well, I'm not going into this on the back of nine films, eleven films, or whatever it is. I'm going to the back. I'm going into this from right. I'm a fan of Star Wars, and I've seen the first three films. Therefore, I'm going to kind of try and pick it up. And it doesn't. It doesn't stand up enough on its own to, to let it do that, but it doesn't do anything to resolve it either. Um, the only thing that I did notice is that with this whole thing of needing new masters is that um, they, there's kind of a, a continuity issue um, between Revenge of the Sith and this, which obviously wouldn't have come up at the time, whereby um, uh, Bail Organa gave the droids to, um, to, to Antilles, uh, to Captain Antilles, and all of a sudden they're not with him anymore. So they kind of they've kind of had to try and sort of in in in, do, in writing Revenge of the Sith they kind of have to go well how can we fit that in so all of a sudden they need masters so at some point they must have been separated so then you get the credits where they're in bloody starfighter battles and all all this sort of shit and you think right okay well maybe that's how they got lost but again without that you know, without that coming up twenty years later you're not going to know that and it just yeah. it, it's just a, a fairly sizable plot hole as to how they got there. 
I mean, there are some massive plot holes between the prequel trilogy and and the rest of the films anyway. Uh, and, you know, specifically the droids are an issue with that. And that, yes, they've retconned that about having the memory banks wiped and shit then, like that. But, but if he's had memory banks wiped, how does he know R2 here? Why are they well, still exactly. together? Where, how are they, you know, where, where have they come from? Why are they just separated and they're both wiped? I mean, meh. Just hand wave it. Meh. Whatever. I mean, it was one of my big gripes anyway is that why would you wipe three people's memory, but not R2's, considering that R2 will, you know, R2 will have probably more data because he's been plugged into starships and shit. Yeah. If you, know, if you want to hide them and, and get keep that information away from people, blank it all together. Yeah. Um, Star Wars just made... I, I swear, back at the start, they were just making up as they went along. Um, back at the start, they still fucking do. Oh, I don't know. I think, I think there's a little bit... Well, saying that... The, <laughs> The latest trilogy, maybe not, uh, with the well, amount of yeah, I mean, changes they took. But and the problem with that, I mean, this isn't the isn't the general Star Wars podcast, but it's, it's it's certainly something I've thought about that they went into it without a, they didn't have a clear direction for this trilogy. They said, "Right, well, Abrams can do this one, Johnson can do the second one, and then Trevor can do the third one." But nobody sat the three of them down and said, "Right, this is your through line. This is what no. the fucking story is. This and, is what the trilogy is." And because and of Ryan that, Johnson really clearly wanted to make a completely different film. Yeah. Um, I, and and in my opinion, I'm I'm going to go out on this ledge. Uh, made the best of them. Yeah. Um, yeah but it's not tonally or narratively anything no, like fit. the book. It ends. doesn't fit with. It doesn't fit the other two. And I don't know how it would have fit if Trevor had got to do his, um, as opposed to the rewrite we had from Abrams. I don't know if that would have worked, but I'm guessing probably not. To be honest. I mean, in my opinion, J.J. Abrams can't tell a story for shit anyway. So well, he's, he's got lens flare, so he's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this isn't a general <laughs> Star Wars podcast, as we were saying. So, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I was, I was a bit like, where does this fit in? But the biggest problem I have with it isn't the continuity. It's just the animation is awful. Yeah. Just, I, and good. considering I mean, this has got the Star Wars name behind it, you'd think they'd have thrown some money. But um, and when I say the animation's awful, I don't, I don't mean in that sort of repeated frame kind of way and things. I've, I've talked on this. Um, on this show before about how when people say animation they think you know we're talking about how slick something is or how smoothly it moves no it's not that is how well observed something is and how these these characters are acted now now 3po is a robot hmm. and specifically in the films as well has no way of expression through his eyes other than them yes. lighting up but in this he has fully expressive facial features but um, his face is their own shape as well yeah, well, he's he's way more human. I mean, he is humanoid anyway in the films, but he's still a robot. Like he can't yes. express himself. With and his and he moves like a robot as well. You know, his, yes. his all his movements are very. You know, his, his joints aren't, aren't articulate properly, so his his arms roll over up here when he's walking yes. and things like that. You and don't so get that's that. That's how he should be animated. That's Absolutely, yeah. But and I think not. they spent they spent more time focusing on Anthony Daniels and you know, keeping him happy because he's the only real tie into the um, to the to the original product. Mm-hmm. Um, that they give him a lot of work to do. You know, as as you no, know, with, you know, with as a as a voice actor with his range and things like that, they give him a lot of work to do. I'm fairly sure they you know, they've been copying some of his expressions as he's moving his face and things like that as well. The problem is, as I said, he's a robot with a with a solid gold face, so yeah. he, he's not going to move. Um, and the other thing, I, the other problem I had is that obviously three PO. When you look at three PO in in the films and the, the live action, the head, it, the jaw is very, the chin is very narrow. It comes out and pops back in a bit like sort of the, the the drawings you get of aliens. Yeah, yeah. In this, it's a it's kind of it's a more of a pointed dome out to his temples and then it comes down not quite square but makes a sort of pentagon out of his face and yeah. again and they kind of tried i think they try to hide it with like the um the framing and the bolt and the bolts and shit on his neck 
but it doesn't work. It just doesn't look. It doesn't look right. So then, anytime you see him moving, anytime you see him talking, you're just thinking, "Hang on, that's not three PO. It's it's not the right shape." And, and these are fundamentals. Yeah, that that's the problem. I, I mean, actually, I I support the decision to make him more expressive. I get it. You know, it's the same as like when you look at Batman and the eyes will move in the cowl, and you're like, "Hang on, they wouldn't be able to do that." But yeah, never mind. The cowl it move. makes him. Yeah, it makes him more expressive. Yeah. And it's the same thing here. But the problem is we we are so familiar with 3PO as a character and with his traits and his mannerisms that they then don't translate and it doesn't help then. And I appreciate this would be very difficult when we're talking about hand-drawn, but the level of detail, even on like his breastplates and things like that, just isn't there. He's just a solid block of not even gold, like yellow, well, yeah, essentially. It's... Yeah, and then you get this sort of really awkward sort of navy blue around the middle where he's supposed to be articulated and around the neck as well. So again, yeah. he's looking at it thinking, hang on, that's supposed to be 3PO, but 3PO isn't it, golden and it, blue. And it just makes the whole thing look like the kind of bargain basement Star Wars. Not, it's like space fights. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, not, <laughs> it's like it's like the thing you get at the Sunday market that's like two ninety nine, like space fight figures. Yeah, you know, which look very Polo similar. And Pook Skywalker and stuff like that. Just what it's just not quite. It's just not quite right. So we're, we're going to come. out There's something I just remembered in um, the the second arc. There's a it's a pirates um, arc, and one of the, one of the episodes, episode eight. So it's the fourth episode of this five episode arc, Revenge of Kaibo Ren. You are fucking kidding me. Nope. Kaibo Ren is a pirate. Kaibo Ren Char, but his, his name's Kaibo Ren and Char's his surname. And he steals a Star Destroyer and, and takes them to a, pl- a pirate planet. Fucking I mean, hell. Th- there's so much in this, actually, if you look at it. I mean, there's that as a fairly blatant one, but like, the whole first arc, it's 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 it's, it's Phantom Menace. It's fucking pod racing. Oh, yeah, that first arc with the races and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see Phantom Menace running so, all the way through it. They've borrowed so much. And I mean, the, the, the imagery of the first one, right at the start, whereby they do crash land onto the planet and they have this exchange where... Uh, where 3PO thinks R2's dead and so he, he's, he's very nice and very complimentary and then R2 pops up That's very that seems very organic because that's the way they've been in the film, that's the way they do interact and you know, obviously 3PO denies having said anything nice about him and stuff like that and then they are struggling through the sand and we've, we've seen this in, in, in A New Hope so this, no, there, there is some stuff that comes to it and then you think, well, they've borrowed, they've borrowed from New Hope there and it, no, it, it works because you know, again, if you're going to see these two characters you're going to bed them into this show give us something we've seen them doing before because when you look at the credits, as I say, they're, they're flying starfighters and, and, and you know, blasting meteors and shit, which no, they never do because 3 is not a pilot. Um, so, Well, R2 is technically, isn't he? Well, R2 well, he's is, a navigation yeah. droid, but I mean... Yeah, but I mean, so, but again, the way it's set up, and if you watch the credits back, um, 3 po sat in, in the pilot seat and he's fiddling with computers and shit, so he's, he's essentially flying the ship. Um, and yeah, so we've, we've got this stuff where they're completely not 3 po and R2. Um so to see them in this way, to you know, to put them back in this thing where we first, you know, where we first really see them, you know, where we first get to know them is that you no, know, they're in the desert, they're struggling, and all the rest of it. And that was nice. And then you think, well, what else have they borrowed? And then the more I went into that that first couple of episodes, you think, hang on, a lot of this I've seen somewhere else, um, but yeah. in stuff that comes fifteen years later, even down to the the masters, as as it were. Then and there's kind of there's two of them really in that first arc, plus a plus an assist, like. It, You've got a Han and a Leia knockoff, essentially. Yeah. Um, and and again, the character design on them is bad. They're drawn poorly. The aliens are bad. Like everything about it, just reeks of. Ah, it's fine. Put Star Wars on it. The kids will watch it. Well, um, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, and it's. 
and it, you know, you, you say about them like flying the starships and stuff like that. And and yes, I think you're right. The biggest problem for me actually with all this is part of the charm and part of what makes 3PO and R2 so endearing is that they are obviously very important to the narrative of Star Wars, but they aren't the main characters. They're the supporting no. cast. And so they are able to... is, a, is a complete yeah. fish out of water. I mean, R2, yeah. they kind of tried yes. to retcon in the prequels whereby they, you know, they gave him the rocket boosters and they made him able to fight and stuff like that. They kind of... Okay, I don't think they needed to do that. Um, I think it was done to placate fans who weren't overly thrilled with what they, what certainly what Phantom Menace was. So by the time they started, that you know, when you got into Attack of the Clones and into um, uh, Revenge of the Sith, whereby you know he is well, he is flying and fighting and setting droids on fire and shit like that, we you know that's that's done to placate people who've gone fucking Jar Jar, you having a laugh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that's not the R two we've ever known, and so that's not the R two you get in here either. Um, no, and that, I, that's I think the thing. That, they shouldn't be heroes. No, absolutely not, because they're they're ordinary droids. Um, yeah, because because they have to be. They can't be anything else. Because if if they were special droids, if they were battle droids or anything else, they'd be fighting. They, yeah, they'd be fighting. They wouldn't be in the position they're in. And yeah, they're probably not made it through the war. Yeah, and and it's, I, I think you know you, you get this um, quite often when you see things spun off. Like some characters are just supporting characters, and yes. that's not to diminish them. That is very important. There's a reason why they are supporting. You yeah. know, their performance alleviates the story. You know, 3PO and R2 can always be counted on for a, for a beeline through most of the Star Wars films. And a great deal, I think, of what makes 3PO so endearing is the fact that at every single opportunity, they completely mug him off yes, in those absolutely. films. Like, any time they, they can again, make a fool of him, they will. But, yeah, when he's your lead, you can't do that because yeah. he has to be the hero. And I think, I mean, when we talked about um, Fonz and the Happy Days gang a couple of weeks ago, that's kind of the same, same principle. thing. Yeah. Fonzie's not, a, Fonzie isn't enough of a character to be a, to be a lead. There's not yeah. enough there. And I think that's same, the same, it's not quite fair as to say that 3PO, because there's a lot more character development in 3PO than there is of uh, the Fonz. But he, yeah, you're right. He's, he's not a lead and he doesn't, ha- he doesn't have that ability to carry. And if he did, he'd have carried more of the film. It kind of the, the, the problem is, and yeah, again, the reason he's not a lead is, and I don't know why they don't delve into this because, you know, droids like R2 and, and BB-8 have real personality in, in the Star Wars universe. But like with, with 3PO, he's kind of one note. As you say, he's this butler droid. He's able to communicate in English because he's a protocol droid as well. So if he's going to be our hero here, he needs to be able to express what he wants and what mm. he like he needs to want something in order to grow. I mean, he doesn't need an I want song or anything, but he needs a mission yeah. And short of we need to find another master, which isn't really a mission. No, because... it's kind of fall, no, fall over and see who picks you up. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, maybe if they find a master and then they were to, rather than have these short arcs, they find a master and then the master has a quest to go on. And so that becomes 3PO's quest. But then for that to work, we need to see him bond with the master, yeah. which you can't with within an episode. And, and that's the whole problem is there's no. And I, yes, I know we are talking about a children's cartoon here. But this is storytelling basics. Like if our hero has to have a goal, yeah. otherwise nothing can be resolved. So the fact that he hasn't really got a goal is a problem for me. And it, it was a problem for me in watching it. I, I mean, I just got bored. I'll be honest. This yeah. bored me. And Star Wars shouldn't bore me. Well, no, that, that's the thing. I mean, for, for all anybody has to say about any of the films, no, one through nine or the, um, the, the, the spin-off films, they are 
fantasy escapism set in space. Yes. That should never be fucking boring because nobody has experienced that. These are entire. This is an entirely new galaxy. These are creatures we don't know. These are technologies we don't know. This should really be gripping from minute one. I mean, even if you're I mean, not really Lucas into does a pretty good job in episode one and episode two of of making it boring, but he's, even then he manages to pull it back. Like, yeah, there's enough in them. No, there's enough action in them to, to yeah, get away to count, with that. To act as a counterpoint to the fucking trade agreements and all yeah. of that shit, and the Senate and all of that bollocks. Yeah, um, and I mean they're. There was a place for that, and I think for the again, not wanting to get too Star Warsy rather than uh, droids in particular. But if you're going to set up how the Empire comes to be and how you know you go from having a democratic system into a dictatorship, you kind of need that, but you need to do it in a way where people give a fuck. Yes, and that was the problem: is that the char- the characters who were supposed to be you no, know, you look at th- no, you look at things like House of Cards. You look at things like the thick of it. You look at any anything any remotely political, whether it's a comedy or whether it's a drama or anything else. You you have to feel something about the characters, and what what the prequel trilogy relies on is they rely on you knowing that Palpatine will go on to become the Emperor. Yeah, and they rely on you knowing that Anakin will become Darth Vader, and yeah. all you're watching for is to see how that happens, and that yeah. is that's where it went wrong because it relied too much on that information, and for a generation who that was their Star Wars, where you know, the first one they saw was Episode One, it probably flows a little bit better and it probably makes a bit more sense. And they're probably not not that bothered because you did have, you had robot armies, you had stormtroopers, you had you know again whatever General Grievous was and big starfighters and all this sort of stuff. So as you go through, you get that, and then it breaks down, and then you have the Empire and you build. No, you, you start from scratch and you build up again. So I can see how that works. Watching it and you know, doing it in that order, and the problem is we didn't have it in that order because they didn't for whatever reason they didn't make it that way. Um, but yeah, I mean going back to droids, um, I said that. There's a big problem. They're secondary characters who don't fucking do anything. No. And I mean, it's difficult. I mean, it's difficult to give droids personality because, I mean, obviously we're looking at fantasy, so AI doesn't really come into it, but robots don't have personalities. They they have pro, they have commands and they have programs and they have set patterns to follow. So any sort of AI that's going to develop into um, a personality is going to be problematic. But if you, So if you're going to do that, then you might as well say, well, fuck it, we'll just make them people first as last. We won't bother making them robots. And and look, there are a million ways you can counteract that. Like the problem is, of course, they have to be the characters that they are by the time they get to New Hope. So they're going to have to go backwards. But then again, you can wipe their memory, I guess. But, you know, just look at, um, for example, I know he's not a droid, but you look at the character like Dobby in, in the Harry Potter series where he's, he's subservient, for instance. Yes. Um, very similar to 3PO in that manner. But all he wants is a sock so he can be freed. He wants his freedom. Okay, so there's a character we can get behind. Yeah. If this was if this was the Dobby show, you could get behind it. Yeah. Even, well, even Jar Jar, you could get well, that, behind. Well, that's that's it. I mean, I was, I was going to say Jar Jar, and we we thought we did um, Dobby and Jar Jar on Who Wins, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, because they're very similar. But yeah, even even Jar Jar, Jar Jar is he's 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 an outcast from his society. He's brought back in, but he's clumsy. He's accident prone. He's not particularly bright. All the rest of it. You can you can have a you could you could build something around him whereby he develops he grows he he becomes the general or the diplomatic whatever the hell he becomes in by attacking the class you can build him into that from where you start from the problem is that as you say there's nothing to work with and there's nowhere to go with these droids no they are, they are literally just bumbling around from sort of one week to the next and these these arcs are weird as well because each episode then isn't really self-contained. 
No, so that's right. You get, you get like a run of three episodes, and then you get like a run of four, maybe. I don't know, but it's just yeah. I think the, the yeah. first one, um, which was the battle against size from, um, which is the the pod racing one or the the, the the speed racing one, that's four episodes. The pirates one is five. Um, then there's one called Uncharted Space, which is um, four, and then there was an hour long um, special to finish it off. They really um, didn't make that many episodes then, did they? There was thirteen, and this this hour long special. So you can call it like fifteen episodes total, really. I guess. Yeah. Um, by the time you had the, you know, if the hour long special counts as two episodes, is yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, I imagine, I imagine uh, Ewoks was pretty much the same. I'd have thought, wasn't it? I don't know. Ewoks felt like it went on longer to me. Uh, um, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to Ewoks. I think uh, Ewoks, Ewoks had two on seasons. Ewoks yeah, had two seasons, twenty six so. episodes. Plus, like spin off films and stuff as well. I mean, it. it just same franchise, I guess, but not really yeah. the same thing. But yeah, um, whereas this just had that that TV special, as you said. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I I thought of Fonz and the Happy Days Gang a lot. It's funny that you should bring it up because I thought of it a lot when I was watching this. Um, I, this isn't as bad as that. Don't get me wrong, but I I actually think I might have had slightly more fun with that just because it was so bad that I was just kind of dumbstruck watching it. Yeah. Whereas with this, I was. I didn't really feel anything about it this time. That's the problem. As you said, sometimes when we look back at these shows that we liked, mm. it gets quite disheartening. And, and you know, I, I think this was that. This was that. That's pretty yeah. poor English, isn't it? This was That's, that. I don't know. It works. Anyway, this was that yeah, I know this week. <laughs> just to add another. How many times can I say this and that? Um, it, it just bored me. And I didn't expect that because it's Star Wars at the end of yeah. the day. I expected at least some fucking laser battles and stuff oh and yeah there's another thing like randomly they find a lightsaber in the episodes i watched as well like the one mechanic finds a lightsaber and knows how to use it and i'm like hang on a minute i'm pretty sure you need training mate you can't just well, pick a lightsaber I mean, up and just you, you use say it. that but i mean again you look at the the, the, so the the final trilogy and finn can use one pretty quickly as well true i mean it, it is a, it's sword. a fucking sword and wave it around but i mean there's a difference between waving it around and using it and wielding it finesse isn't it yeah um but he just seems like i said it was just a case of it's star wars so they need to put a lightsaber in there just like the characters basically a han solo ripoff and then there's a princess leia ripoff and yeah yeah and then just some random weird aliens that we've never seen before like yeah again, never got again. the entire star wars universe to play with why did you pick these rando fucking aliens that we've but, never seen i mean with that you think okay well fair enough if you're gonna if you're gonna build a product and say oh, we, no this is an entire, you know, this is an entire galaxy. These are, these are life forms we've never seen before, so we can make up new ones. But if you're going to do that, then they, you know, there needs to be a reason for that as well. At least it should as be interesting. Well. Yeah, if you're going to do it, build something around them. You know, make them, you know, make them part of your storyline. Make them, you know, make them part, you know, make them your villains. Make them a threat. Make them an ally. Give them something to do, other than just be there. Um, and I think I you mean, look what at does, um, what does anybody want in this cartoon? Is <laughs> uh, George Lucas wants more money. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, there's that. Like, I, there's something about the racing guys wanting to fix up this old yeah, the white race that they have in there and like win a race, but that's not enough to. No, well, that's just again, okay, that's just episode one. Yeah, I mean, see wacky races, I suppose, or speed racer. I guess there are cartoons about racing, but yeah, but again, there's there's enough in there that no, there's there's not enough about the racing in that in that arc for it to be the central focus. 
No, and ultimately, shouldn't the whole thing be about toppling the Empire anyway? Because it is fucking Star Wars. Well, yeah, and I mean, there, and again, knowing where we are in that timeline that the Empire exists, and no, it's no, this is pre New Hope. I mean, if this if this was after Return of the Jedi, then obviously that it wouldn't work because they'd be with they'd be with Luke. Um, so yeah, knowing where that sits, but they are they do introduce some interesting things. Like the um, the very first one, they talk no. They're on the planet they're on. There's a restricted zone, and you know, there are you no know, there are various ideas they 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 touch on, and then kind of forget about, and they don't yeah. really, they don't really explore them in a way we think okay well what was the point in that? Why don't you just have them you know going past stormtroopers or you know, sneaking past the um, the imperial probe droids rather than you know, creating new things? If you're gonna do it, do it for a reason. Yeah, it's it's almost like they've got half a license, isn't it? Yeah, like, and they you know, put the reading... show together, and it's like, well, you can have the droids, but you can't have stormtroopers, and you can yeah. have Boba Fett, but you can't have Darth Vader. Yeah, and it's, it's well, weird. Which, again, it's stupid because you know they're characters that are going to sell. Well, and yes, if you're going to do it, go all in, surely. Yeah. And even if you look at um, like the the Star Wars games we've had the last couple of years, we had um, Fallen Order last year. We've had the um, Oh fuck the the ones that were the the last generation of consoles the force uh, is it force unleashed force unleashed yeah yeah so again you had Vader in cameo in those and yeah. it's just enough that no you know it's Star Wars anyway because there's Tie Fighters and shit like that but it's just enough to make you no know, to pick people's interest and go oh fuck Darth Vader's in there mm. but for whatever reason they haven't done it and I'm I'm reading I've got a quote here from um, David Perlmutter who's um, an American uh, American critic. And he was comparing it with droids and said um, it's rudimentary short enough. It's rudimentary short enough storylines uh, for four narratives in a single episode. Clearly, Lucas and the animation studio do not have enough faith in their characters. That's fair. And I think I think he's, he's hit it on the head. Um, yeah, that's fair. Because yeah, they, they just don't get to do anything. And I think if, if you're going to spin them off, and like we, you see spin-off shows all the time. I mean, we've seen it a lot since then as well. That if you're going to have a spin-off show, it has to be at least as good as what you're spinning off from. Well, if I mean, the better. key for me is that there has to be a reason for these events to be transpiring. Like, it's one thing yeah. to say, okay, Star Wars makes money. We like making money, so let's make Star Wars. Like, I get, fine. And then you decide you're going to spin off with the droids. Okay, fine. But what do they want? Why are we, Why does this spin off? It's like the show doesn't have a reason to exist outside of let's make money. Well, my, my frame of reference for that was going to be Joey. Yeah, exactly you know, the same no, thing. They, 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 ran, they ran Friends, they ran it for 10 years. Everyone got an ending, and they decided, right, we'll spin off the possibly the most difficult character to spin off because we over time we made him so fucking stupid yeah, and so two-dimensional that we can't now try and build anything on him because we've made him into a caricature. Yeah. So then, by the time they then brought him in, and they tried, no, they tried to give him, tried to give the show a bit of heart. They tried to give him, give him a bit more emotional work to do. It didn't work because that's not Joey. And it's the same here: is that these droids have no reason for being. And let's be honest: in the, the period between uh, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, which is fifteen, twenty years, wherever it is, you keep these droids. You no, know, if, if if there's no battles going on and everything's everything's hunky dory, they you no. Know, why aren't they? Why isn't your protocol droid entertaining guests? Why haven't you got R2 serving drinks at a fucking cocktail party? Make use of them. Well, I mean, if there's no war going on, surely R2's either working on some sort of, like, commercial space travel, like he's off on Star Tours or something, hmm. or otherwise he's shut down, surely. Hmm. Like, what's what's the point stick, in stick it? Him why him is... Stick him in the water, or use him as a lamp or something. Exactly, like, why is he even there? Yeah. So then to, no, to say, well, yeah, we'll give them these 15 years' worth of adventures in 15 episodes... It just doesn't work. No. Um, and it, I think the real shame 
is that obviously I remember this being better than it was, and I remember it being a totally different show. Yeah. Now, the show that I want it to be is is very, I think, very easy to write. Is that you know these two characters are they're sort of nomadic anyway throughout yeah. throughout the the Star Wars franchise. They just kind of pop from place to place to place. Wherever there's trouble, they're always there. Yeah. Um. So. Like really, I I remembered this being like a sort of action adventure series with yeah. these two just bumbling their way across the galaxy, and it's it's not that at all. It's no. this weird series of small stories that are about fucking pod racing, and yeah. you know, and and there's there's such a wonderful opportunity to like before. I mean, I don't know when this was, but I'm guessing it's before the expanded universe really became a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was 85. But by setting them off on all these adventures and, and letting them do this wandering and sort of just getting lost and trying to find their way back to... I mean, that's, you know, rather than look for new masters, it's like try and find your way back to the other masters. That they yeah. straight away gives them purpose. They're lost and they're trying to find their way home. Uh, and then they can just stumble through the Star Wars universe and meet all of these different cultures that may play into one of the other films or mm. may play into the expanded universe. But they just don't do that. They just, it's just at least not that I know, and I'm not massively a fan with the expanded universe. But I don't think you know too many of these characters that they encounter go anywhere. They they shouldn't because they're shit. Yeah. So and I think you're right. I think that's the problem is that they they just kind of bumble through. And I've I've always sort of said that when you look at no, they 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 did Rogue One, and Rogue One I thought was a a, a, a passable effort at bridging that gap and setting up a new hope. Quite, I thought it did a decent job. Solo was the wrong story. I don't think it, we necessarily need an origin story of Han Solo. Um, but I've always sort of said, and the same with things like Harry Potter. You can there these are entire universes where we focus on one small story. Okay, it may be important to the overall no, the overall universe, but you've got millions of stars. Mm-hmm. which will have life on them. You don't have to tell a story which revolves around the Force and and somehow always feeds back to, the, to your core characters. And like they've done with The Mandalorian, they've kind of... Gone, okay, words well, out my mouth. I was, I was just waiting they, for the opportunity to bring that in. They've now sort of yeah. said, right, okay, well, it's the same universe and we ha- we've had the Empire, we still have Stormtroopers, and we, st- no, we, we still have... I'm not sure when that's... I can't remember if that's set pre-Episode um, 7 or not. So, I mean, we might be building up the First Order. It may be remnants from what... I, I don't know. But there's enough in there. We say, we're telling a story that hasn't been told before, just with enough nuance to it and enough subtle relation to the original product that people will buy into it and people will get what's going on without being battered over the head with the fact that, well, he, no, he was, the, he was the, the second Mandalorian on the left who, who didn't get paid because Boba Fett got the contract. He doesn't need to tie into that central narrative all the time. Um, and the same that they've done with Harry Potter, they've they've start, they've done the um, Fantastic Beasts films. Again, that ties in because they've got Dumbledore in it. You don't need to do that. You can set this on the other side of the planet. It's still with wizards, still with the same spells, the same same things, but different problems and different people, and still tell a better story. And they would have been yeah. better served with droids doing that and saying, look, we're setting, we're going to make make a Star Wars cartoon, and these two might pop up a bit like the A Team. They pop up where there's problems going on, and then they fuck off somewhere else. Mm. And I, I could have, I could have swallowed that a lot more than than what we got here, and I think I was the same as you. Is I I remember this far differently. I remember this being that kind of action adventure show whereby yeah. you could go week to week to week. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, and they'd be in a different place every week, and it, it's it's not that at all, and that that's a shame. Um, what it what it actually is is just this weird hodgepodge of like bad gags from three PO and yeah. just boring storytelling, and possibly the worst theme tune. 
that we've had on any show since we started <laughs> looking at things. It's fucking that. It's terrible. Like, it doesn't fit the fucking show. No, no, it doesn't at all. Um, and... I, I don't understand what that theme tune's supposed to be. I don't. Who who made the choice? Who like somebody sat in a room and went? Well, yeah, Stuart that's the Copeland, one. Uh, Stuart Copeland wrote and uh, performed it. I don't give a fuck. And but that was it's like I, oh, you t- it's you t- still you take, bad. You you take a a boring a, a boring ensemble like the police, and you take the most boring fucker from there. Well, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? It's like you, there's only I mean, even you two would be better. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's <laughs> that's saying something. Um, yeah. But you know, I don't I don't care if you get a megastar. And at the time, to be fair, this was early eighties, so the police were fucking huge. Okay, so that that's a big get. Hmm. But. It still doesn't make it good. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, it's just not good. It's fucking terrible. It is. It's awful. I mean, we 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 we're talking and we've got this much wanted uh, um, theme songs episode coming, and that's going to be the best ones. Whereas if we were doing certainly of the shows we've done so far, if we were to do a worst theme song uh, episode, this would be right up there. I can't think of a worse one off the top I, of my I head. I can't off the top of my head, but there's, there, there may well be one that's as bad. But we'll have to go back and look. I but mean, I think... we haven't done Ewoks yet. Let's see how. Well, that yeah, there's that. But yeah, I can't I mean, remember it's... the theme to Ewoks actually. No, I couldn't remember this one actually. When this came on, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's what that is." Yeah, I couldn't either, and I wish I could forget it now. Um... <laughs> and it's rare actually, because like normally when we talk about stuff, we can normally remember the theme song more than the show. So first, generally, as soon as we suggest a show, it's the first thing that pops into my head yeah. is the theme song. Uh, and then you know, over the course of editing these shows, I'll listen to that theme song five or six times in very rapid succession, so it gets very earwormy. Um, I'm not yeah, looking forward to doing this. that with this. Um, you know, like last episode with Powerpuff Girls, that was a joy. Like even by yeah. the time I'd finished, I was just like, oh, I'll just play it again. I'll play the Powerpuff <laughs> theme again. I love it. It's brilliant. Um, I'm not going to get that with this at all. I'm going to, yeah. I am, you probably haven't heard much of the theme at the start <laughs> of this episode, listeners, because I am just going to want to cut it short as like, as soon as I can, I just want to be out of that theme. It's fucking, I may even just chuck the fucking Star Wars theme on instead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares, right? Well, yeah. Um, it's not great. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I've, I'm reading. I'm reading about it now. So I'm reading the the wiki page, and there's they've made quite a bit, no, quite a big thing about the fact that Stuart Copeland did the uh, the theme. And I think I wouldn't be fucking proud of that. I've got to be honest. I mean, that that's weird in itself as well, isn't it? Because you you know this is the early '80s, and you're Star Wars. Why do you need to brag that you've got Stuart Copeland doing your theme? Like you're you're, you're the biggest fucking thing on the planet. That's a, like that's enough. It's yeah. Star Wars. That's a, that's enough. That's the only get you need. This well, is a Star and, Wars. Uh, well, that's it. And you think you, you know, part of things. Well, is, was it a licensing issue? And you think, well, Lucas is licensing, licensing the whole thing. He owns it. You know, even though John Williams has performed it and written it, Lucas owns it. It's the same with those characters, though, isn't it? There's there's got to be something weird with the license in here that we we just haven't been told or we haven't found. There I mean, is death. There's got to be something weird going on with the licensing. It's possible that you know, the, the licensing was too expensive, so people were well, we don't want to pay for a show with Luke Skywalker in it because you're going to charge us up the ass for it. Give us some secondary characters. But then again, just fucking make space fights instead. Well, like, yeah, that's it. Fine, honestly. Like, okay, and, and you're at a time where people will lap that shit up anyway because Star Wars has just finished. Exactly. People will be looking to fill that void. And and realistically, okay, a big name like that generally you're going to be looking to do two things: you're going to sell toys, you're going to sell advertising. That's yeah. that's because that's why why the kids are tuning in, right? I mean, pretty sure Star Wars didn't need any fucking help to sell toys. 
Right. No, so I think they did alright on that score. That one out, and it's not like they even design any new aliens or anything. Like I said, to kind of sell extra toys, so that one can be ruled out. So you're just down to advertising, and I mean, I'm sure as many kids would watch space fights. That would I mean? I guess the difference is maybe because it's a Star Wars cartoon. It's probably going to be originally was airing closer to prime time, and maybe mums and dads were watching it as well because yeah, they saw Star was... Wars. So yeah, I think I don't think we were aired with in the US. It was on B- on BBC here. Um, I know that. It was oh, it was definitely that. BBC. This Annie Walks were both yeah. BBC. Um, yeah, and they ran twice, didn't they? They ran it from they ran eighty six to eighty eight, and then um, doubled back on it. I remember it being on of an afternoon, and I want to say it was a Monday afternoon. It was on because I remember yeah. watching it before going food shopping, and I would not leave to go food shopping until Droids had finished. There you go, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it was screened on Children's BBC. Um, entirely it was shown twice within uh, 86, and 86, uh, 86 to 88. Um, it was rebroadcast to coincide with the um, the original trilogy and droids being released on VHS in this country. Um, so yeah, yeah, even then it was, it was kind of cynical the way it was broadcast as well. Um, uh, it was broadcast on ABC in the US uh, with Ewoks. It, it, was, it was done as Ewoks and Droids Adventure Hour. Um Oh, get this. It debuted in 1985 as part of a fitness special hosted by Tony Danza and live-action versions of the droids. Where is that? I, <laughs> I want don't to know. That. I want to find that. So, that's... I mean, when you say live-action version of the droids, though, that's just 3PO people and R2. Yeah, it's just going to be people in suits and in you know, big fucking rubber suits going, da, da, da. Well, no, presumably it's 3PO and R2 rather than... I, I mean, I, they, they're I, built. I don't know, they're actual. They're physical things. They are, but again, it's 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 how it's how much ABC would want it to pay to use them. Well, I guess, yeah. We'll have, in for a penny. We'll, for a penny. well yeah. I'll, if I can find it, I'll I'll put a link to it in the. Uh, Maybe it's just um, Anthony Daniels spray painted gold, <laughs> <laughs> just like in a little pair of pants and just painting gold. <laughs> yeah, I think the problem with that is that Auntie, Dan- Auntie Daniels painted gold and doing fitness could be a bit like fucking Lizzie Webb on TVM, just in a gold leotard. Jesus Christ, Lizzie Webb. Fucking hell. Joe, you know, sometimes we do these shows and you just, you end up going down a whole nother rabbit hole, don't you? Yeah, like Hepburn, for example. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, that's... Fucking Lizzie Webb, man. Where, where the fuck did you pull that from? <laughs> I didn't. If anybody asked, I've never met her. You just, that, yeah, that was, a, like, most people would have gone to Mr. Motivator, surely. Oh, yeah, true. Like, like yeah, credit to you for pulling Lizzie Webb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fucking hell! Yeah, um, ironically, I hadn't thought of Mr. Motivator when we were, when I was saying that. I mean, that's the obvious. That's where you go, Mr. Motivator. Surely. Yeah, that would have been of our time as well. That's embarrassing. Well, no, I mean, I can remember Lizzie Webb, like, but I'm a little yeah, bit older a, than you as well. She was on so, before All and Rat. Yeah, fucking hell! So you, you completely, you've sent me down. Seriously, you've sent me down a rabbit hole. Now I'm gone. Like, I'm just, I've images of perms and all sorts flying around in my head yeah. now. Um, yeah. Droids, droids. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony Daniels spray painted gold. <laughs> that's where we. I'm not sure that's much better, to be honest. No. Um. So you'd think though, like you say, and they did like a live action special. Like surely they, because this is after the Christmas special, right? So when was that? That was. 18... They've been burned by this already. Like you think they'd have fucking learned not to do that? Yeah, the holiday special was set, was late seventies, wasn't that? Yeah. So you yeah. think they'd be like, oh no, let's not touch that with a fucking barge pole. Yeah, but Lucas loves money. Uh, we all well, love money. Yeah. Let's be fair. We all like money. Yeah, apparently so. 
But I mean, how much does he actually? Have, like, he hasn't had a lot to do with this show, has he? I know he's credited as writer. He's an EP. He's an EP, yeah. but he's not. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't Isn't do a lot. Something like wasn't it all kind of written by? somebody who was like third ad or a sound designer or something bollocks like that there is that's really actually a star wars creative behind it it's not uh, just like a, a random writing team um ben burt was one who was a sound editor um the, who basically the, worked with lucas on everything the star wars on indiana jones and peter soda was the other one who's um who did care bears barbar um yeah he did no he did all right he, he, he was a creative tv exec he did a few bits but um yeah, it's kind of, I can't remember what which, what we looked at. Um, I think it was on Better Than Mario. One of the things we looked at was somebody who filmed like part of the Tatooine stuff for, for um, episode one got basically got an entire movie on the back. I think, was it Battlefield Earth? Might have been. And, yeah, it's, it kind of smacks of that where you think, well, you know, there's a very, very tenuous connection, so we'll just kind of go with it. Yeah, like, <laughs> if you want to write a show, get a writer. <laughs> like, don't. I'm sorry if that sounds bitchy, but like, don't go to the fucking sound editor and go, "Hey, do you want to write a whole show about Droid?" <laughs> well, yeah, yeah why not? I mean, he. Um, I'm just reading about Ben Burt now. Um, he wrote liner notes for Shadows of the Empire soundtrack, which referenced some of the stuff he did in Droids. Made cameo appearances in Episode One. Um, references the animated series made in the prequels, such as the Bunter Eve Classic, so the the Pod Race. Funny enough, in this. Um, Planet Bard, there's a forearm cooking attack of the clones and um, the wheel bike that General, General Grievous had. They all, they all pop up in very basic forms in, in this show. So, I mean, the, the, guy, the guy's creative chops us have known. He, he's done some bits and they've, they've been carried over. But um, Have they, though? Have they been carried over from this or is that just fortuitous happenstance? Like later I, I, on down the line, they're going, let's design this bike and they design it. And. Uh, you know, and that kind of shit happens. How many times have we hit on what we think is a fantastic original idea and we're about to start writing it and then the fucking film comes out because it's just out there in pop culture at that time. You know, that it's just there in the zeitgeist. And and the same thing could have happened here. You know, it's just you ask a creative team to come up with a cool-looking space bike and there's only so many iterations of a cool-looking space bike that you're going to get. And the coolest yeah. one is always going to look like the coolest one. So they're going to look fairly similar. Yeah, okay, true. the Bunter Eve classic, yeah, that's... But again, that's, that's, it's permissible because it's part of the same university. It, it, no, you, can, you can get away with that. If you do it, if you do it in such a way, you think, well, no, you make, it, you make an event out of this. You make this the biggest fucking... No, this is the biggest race of the... You know, of the wouldn't be a year, but no, what, what, in, in, that, you know, in, the, in the galaxy or in, in that star system, this is the biggest thing you know, across all the planets. Everybody comes for the Bunter Eve classic. Fine, you make a thing out of it, but you have to, you have to make the thing out of it in order for it to pay off. If yes. you don't bother with that, just dropping a name doesn't mean anything. No, uh, not at this point anyway. Like maybe now after we've had well, yeah, after we've had Menace, then then maybe. But here, like you're not really world building at this point, are you? No, and you then, know, and this is again, this is just let's fucking let's sell some is, adverts this, to this kids. This is Lucas being lazy later on and going, oh, yeah, we we had a race in that." shitty cartoon i was i put the name on what was that called yeah that'll do yeah and we'll just chuck it on uh incidentally the um the bike that um, general grievous has this of the um the the, the the round design i always think of the thing in south park that um mr garrison designs where instead of having a seat and handlebars you steer it by sucking on it on what looks like a look like a cock and then you, you sit on the uh you sit on one that also looks like a cock um, it always reminds me of that uh, yeah i can see that 
Um, I can see that. Um, yeah. Again, see, again, that was just hole. out there in the zeitgeist. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I've got too much more to say about droids. Honestly, like, the, the animation is fucking awful. The theme tune is fucking awful. The writing is fucking awful. Um, yeah. The, the voice talent, aside from Anthony Daniels, it's is fucking awful. awful. Um, to be honest, even Anthony Daniels, Anthony Daniels is chewing fucking scenery at this point. Well, that's what he does, though. Isn't he it? does, but he, I mean, he, it's it's he he does anyway. But it's noticeable here, and for it to be noticeable where you've got a character like that, it's a problem. And again, I think part of it though is I don't think his performance is any more exaggerated than it would be on film. The problem mm. is it's not on film and it's being animated, and on film he's he's very expressive but he's marred by the kind of robot movements of 3PO yeah. and the fact that his his face is completely opaque yeah. whereas here you've got these animators giving him crazy zany eyes and he's moving fluidly and he can just sort of jump out of his skin or his robot skin his metal um, yeah. you know like and, and that combined with that performance then all of a sudden he's pitching to the stalls because yeah. He, he hasn't got the kind of he hasn't got the suit to hide behind if you like so yeah. it, it's a different level of performance needed entirely it would be yeah. it's like putting a stage actor in front of a camera in close yeah. up yeah, is it what is. it is um, and I mean it's it's quite interesting actually as well I mean talking about that by the time you get to um, the Clone Wars cartoon in season 3 um, they they also they kind of then follow this this sort of method and they make 3PO more expressive Mm-hmm. But it, it's done in a far less exaggerated way. Um, no, it's as I say, it's not a stage actor pitching for the stalls. Um, it's done in it's done in a way we kind of expect, and we kind of we, having now had at this at that point had five Star Wars films, with all, all of which featuring three people, we kind of know what to expect. Um, and also then the guy who did that is it? I'm not going to try and pronounce it, Gendy something. Um, but yeah, no, the, the way he's done, no, the way it does that, it, it's a lot more effective, and a lot of that would be down to technique, and a lot of that would be down to technology. Um, but it just there's a lot more nuance to the character of three PO, which yeah, if if anything, if if we'd had that version, even if the animation was as crude as it is, even if we'd had that version of the character, which is toned down and it's a lot more muted and a lot more sensible, and a lot more authentic to the character we've had, I think we'd probably be a lot more forgiving. Than, than we are necessarily what we get i think so and also of course with clone wars again they are supporting characters yes. and you talk about kind of whether it's the technique and things with with animating it like that is a show that has to deal with animating robots on a weekly basis like and most of the mass. villains are yeah are, are robots but they all have personality and character they manage to get that out of those robots you know just by the way their head moves and but they you know they don't express by by talking and, and opening and closing their mouths they're still stoic they're still stony face but yeah. they'll move their head when they're talking yeah or that's they the kind of hands or things like that yes they, that's they the kind of attention to detail that we're missing in droids whereas yeah. instead we get the wild zany facial expressions yes uh, which which are more at home in something like animaniacs to be honest than they are in fucking droids you know, never mind the fact that really, even though it is 3PO and, and R2 as well, like the humor should be downplayed a lot more than it is as well. Like I know it's a kid show. I know it's those two. But ultimately what we want is action and adventure and peril, yeah. not fucking 3PO falling over every five minutes. Yeah. Let, let's face it. We want laser, laser swords and spaceships. 
yeah, that's that's what it says Star spin, Wars. That's what I want. Yeah, I mean, if you look at any of the Star Wars spin-offs that have been, I mean, um, this and the, neither this nor Ewoks are, are, are went into canon. They were they were they were disregarded in 2014 when. The, I mean, that um, fucking tells you something as well, doesn't it? Yeah, um, no, it's not considered canon, even though fucking Lucas was uh, was behind it. Um, not he wasn't behind it, but he was certainly on board with it. Um, but you look at any of the stuff that's come out, any of the any of the books that have come out, any you know in the extended universe, any of the games that have come out in the extended universe. None of them are about droids going off on wacky adventures. Droids yeah. are always sidekicks. I mean, look at Fallen Order as a prime example. It's a very good droid in that. And He's again, fucking it has awesome. He's has one of my character. favorite characters in all of Star Wars. Like, yeah. on droid. You know, has its own character. Um, no, it's it's unique enough. No, yes, it speaks like R2. It chirps and beeps and all that rather than speaking. And it projects stuff. But it's different enough and it's useful enough. That, you know, like you know, you can use it. You can use it to um, no, to use as a on a, a zip line and things like that. Which you no. Know, it's it's just something different that we haven't seen before. But the droid again, is not the central focus. No, and again, when we talk about expressing character through droids and stuff, yes, that one doesn't speak. It's like Arthur, it's all beeps and boops. But if, for instance, the interstitials between sort of loading maps in that game, you kind of get on the ship and you take off. And if you go to the cockpit, like Greece yeah. and everybody else, they'll all talk to you. And yeah. while you're having the conversation... <laughs> Just keep your eye on that. That droid is a little Jason Mew scene-stealing <laughs> motherfucker. Like, and, and the character that he gets, because he's sort of, he'll be sat just sort of on your shoulder and you're in kind of the, the navigation chair and he'll just be randomly sort of peering over and punching buttons. And hmm. he's just like this, this mischievous little dog. And all of this character comes out in him through the animation. Yeah. And there's, there's bits as well that like when you're on your missions and like when when you first meet him on Bogano and like you you come across other no you come across of the, the 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 fauna that's there and he is scared of things and he, he cowers from things and, he, and mm. he's brave with some things that are little again there's just little, little some he's a little scrappy do but less annoying yes yes um, actually no not less annoying a lot less annoying um, but yeah no there, there's character and they've I mean I don't again I don't know whether that's evolution of, of animation and, and evolution of character in games and things like that but for whatever reason they just what they've done they've done this in 1985 and it's like they've gone right well we can draw let's make a show what are we gonna make it about I yeah i mean we say that but like r2 in the show feels like r2 like and again it's, maybe that's, that's because it's, it's because he doesn't speak and it's, it's, it's yes, very and he hasn't got R2 a face very, to animate but he's so very expressive to, anyway yes they have to express him through movement and I feel like if they'd have just put the effort into doing that with 3PO, mm. I'm still not sure this would have been a fantastic show, but it would have improved it massively yeah. if they had just had the courage of their convictions and worked that bit harder to let him express yeah. like a robot, essentially. Yeah. And, uh, and it would have made the, that's... Yeah, it would have made him funnier. Because that, yeah. that's part of why he's so funny as well, is because you know he's he's very prim and proper, and he walks like he's got a stick up his ass yeah. when when you see him in live action, and that fits the character, and that's why it's yeah. funnier when he gets brought down a peg. Yeah, but you'll this, get the, that the, here. The the humor in this is that he falls over. Yeah, a I mean, lot. Kind of, I mean, I remember we had a conversation about one of the Bridget Jones uh, films, which is look at the fat bird fall over for ninety minutes. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of what this is. It's look at look look at the uh, the obnoxious droid get knocked on his ass again. Yeah, and then that's not big or clever. No, and it's certainly not something you you build a franchise on. Nor is making fat people fall over. We're not we're not saying that's a good thing. No, I fall I fall over. I don't need to be made to fall over. I fall over anyway. <laughs> I used to, I used to just wobble, but now I lost a bit of weight. You're not a weeble anymore. No, now I fall down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I th- no, I hang on, that works the other way, doesn't it? You are a weeble now. No, now you I, wobble, but you don't. Fall no, down. I used to wobble and not fall down. Now I do fall down because I'm not not as fat anymore. 
Right, okay. I'm confused. Okay, I'm, still, I'm still fucking fat, it's fine. I'm, I'm <laughs> tired. It's, it's been a long bank holiday weekend that's involved a lot of DIY. I'm tired. My brain can't focus on weebles. Especially <laughs> not when I'm still thinking of Lizzie. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I think, I mean, I, I don't really have too much more to, to add on droids. I mean, it's been quite difficult. I mean, I whenever we go into these, if it's something that I like, I liked or I loved or something I hated or something I was indifferent to, I always go into it thinking, right, I'm going to come out of this. I'm going to pull out the positives. I'm going to pull out the negatives. I struggle to find the positives with this. I can't find any, genuinely. It, it says Star Wars above the title. Um, but, but even that, it's not Star Wars. I mean, the only thing, the only positives I did find is you can see where they've nicked bits from. Um, let's say, you know, the, um, the, the name Kylo Ren, um, obviously, is uh, something that's quite hard to hide. Um, I can't remember the woman in the, in the first arc, um, the, the Leia ripoff. But again, when you first see her, she's kind of wrapped up. She, there's a very sort of Ray vibe to her as well. So, you know, there's. Um, yeah, I can see that. There yeah. are bits like that. You no, know, there's. Um, I said, no, they've. They've they've got they they have introduced some they introduced some nice things which they could have really expanded on but didn't and I think there was there a missed opportunity there, um, but yeah I, I struggled to find any sort of positives to this way so well look, yes okay the animation is shit but or yes the acting is shit but because the acting is shit the animation is shit the writing is shit the storytelling is shit the theme tune is shit the concept is shit fucking vanilla yeah it's not about it's anything. Shit. The whole thing is just shit, isn't it? Yeah, and it's really unfortunate because I say it's it's Star Wars, and it's something I was looking forward to because I'm I'm a mark for it. Now you 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 stick Star Wars on it, and I will read it, watch it, want it, and play yeah. it. I might not I might not say like it, but I'll no. I have enough allegiance to that franchise and enough baggage with that franchise that I will give it a fair run. Yeah, but, but this is shit. This is shit. <laughs> even really by is. even by Star Wars standards, this is shit. Yeah, I mean this this looks absolutely this makes episode one look sophisticated. Yeah, it does. This this is utter shit. I'm I'm I don't know if this is the right phrase, uh, but I'm looking forward to watching Ewoks now just to see if it is as bad as this. Well, the fact that Ewoks whether... got double the run makes me I, think it's not as bad. Yeah, I, I I think Ewoks might be all right on the quiet. I've never been an Ewok hater anyway, so I just I was kind of ambivalent towards Ewoks. They, they were they were there to no they're there to attract kids aren't they no it's the it's the uh, the cute and cuddly bit but I was a kid exactly <laughs> at that time so I've I've got them as baggage so yeah um but yeah and my I don't I don't hate what I don't particularly love them but I don't I certainly don't hate them um so yeah when we get to that one that'll be quite interesting um I'm not sure when that one appears on the list uh, maybe we'll bump it up while this is still fresh maybe but I mean it certainly won't be next week because no. fucking hell we can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that to myself again. No, and I haven't got another Lizzie Webb reference to throw out. So, uh, no, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to pull out something equally as random. I don't want to know what you're pulling out. <laughs> hey, look, we're on camera tonight, so you see it. So I'm gonna behave myself. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not responding to that one. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that droids for me. It's something I rem- I remember liking, but I don't remember this product. And we've had this thing this this thing a couple of times on this show, whereby what I think we're watching it is what we're watching, but it's not the same show. Yeah. Um, and I think this is probably one of those whereby it's not what I remembered it being. It's certainly not as good as I remember it being, and it's certainly not as good as it could be. It could have been. And I think by and large, having now watched the first, I think it was three or four episodes. I watched the first arc, so I watched I watched the first four. 
Um, I'm now kind of thinking I'm done. I don't need to watch this again. I oh, yeah, I'll, I'll never watch the rest of it. No, I'll never watch this again for the rest no. of my life. I mean, to be um, fair, I've not watched it for the last um, 25 years, so 35 years. So uh, you know, since I saw it as a kid, I've not gone back and harked uh, and, and, and sort of pined for it and wanted to find it again. So now I've been there, done that, and I can happily burn it from my brain. Yeah, um, this is poor. There's no other word for it. This this was poor. Um, had had we not recently watched Fonzie in the Happy Days Gang, <laughs> I think I would go as far as to say this is probably one of the worst things we've we've watched. Um, yeah, you're think, probably right. Actually, certainly think it's worse than the Raccoons. Um, yeah, I mean Raccoons. It wasn't what we remembered, and there were issues with it, but it's not certainly not as bad as this. It's not. As I don't think you can say the Raccoons is particularly bad. We just had it's just issues. Not what we, with it. Yeah, it what we, we had remember. issues. Yeah, with what like we wanted to be. But um, this is this is this, just piss poor. Yeah, this is just horseshit. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, as always, love to get your thoughts on this. So if you disagree with us, um, you think we've got it wrong, um, we haven't. But if you if you do think that, um, by all means, let us know. Um, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at SMPDPod, uh, on Facebook with the Devil Down Podcast Network. Um, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net. Uh, you can get in touch with us through there. Wherever you get your podcasts from, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, etc. Um, like, share, subscribe, review, etc. Um, we'll get back to you as best we can. And we, 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 love, we, we love the feedback. We love talking to you guys. So if, if you do think we've got it wrong, we've made a mistake, or you want to you know, you, you want add to add to the score and we've already thrown on this, then please, by all means. Uh, but until next time. See you later.